Welcome to Regulars Anonymous. With host, Zachary Landry. Sitting down with the people who are standing in line behind you at the grocery store. And hearing what they have to say. I slept in a barn. Yeah. I think I told you that. Was that? I did. That was on... Oh no, maybe I didn't tell you that. That was on Wednesday night. Yeah, no, I think I met you Monday. Monday, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so yeah. Okay, so I did get up to more shenanigans. Yeah, so we had uh, we went and had a, a party for the wedding at uh, in South Winslow mm-hmm. there, and uh, it was a barn. I guess we're. I mean, we're all drinking, you know, games and everything going on, and uh, there's this, I guess, haunted barn in the back there. And you know, after a few drinks, I was like, I'm going to spend the night in the barn. So. <laughs> ghost chasing <laughs> yeah so and i didn't like spend the night in like the entrance it was like way at the back it's a massive barn eh? so i took the last stall at the back and spent the night there and slept and there's an owl in the barn so you can hear like you know like things moving around and and you know the the barn kind of creaking it's a 150 year old barn right mm-hmm. so it was uh it was an experience for sure but i had my watch on it said i slept for four and a half hours so which is pretty good for sleeping in a barn I think. yeah definitely but it also had like 20 beers in me so oh so you just passed out. i probably just passed out yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i lay in there for a bit like listening to everything it was like holy shit and it was an old pig pen like, i guess there's a pig named prince who lived there and i guess that pig is gone <laughs> I, <don't see. laughs> I would hope so <laughs> yeah i mean it was there was no pig in there except it was just me <laughs> but yeah it's the that was probably about it i think for shenanigans Fuck, man 20 beers deep even but, if a uh, ghost wanted to fuck with you i don't think it no could have got through. well i had my like i had to i had my knife with me i had like a like a rambo knife like under me i had my little my flight pillow that i used for like flying and stuff and then and a blanket and that was it you sneak that on the plane no i brought i, I put it in my check bag no okay. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah no it's uh to get away with that one would be a tough one but yeah it was uh oh no, it was a good week i mean it was uh what do we do thursday it's like it's all kind of the first few days were like nice and like perfectly paced out. And then it was, then everything just was a blur, right? Like, I mean, from, I guess there's, <laughs> I mean, Thursday we were pretty, oh yeah, I know what we did Thursday. So we went to the beach Thursday and then uh, we went out with the parents, like the groom's parents, the bride's parents for dinner and at separate place. So the bride went out with her family and I went out with the, the groom's family and we went to, we went to the pilot house actually. It was pretty good. Nice. So, and uh, after that, I think, uh, Everyone called her a night except for me. I went back out by myself. Where'd you end up? Um, at Hunter's again, I think. Yeah. Because it was like, and the beer gardens. Yeah. So, which is nice. I think it was the only place really open till two. That's like open late, right? So yeah. it's reliable that way. Yeah. So I went there again, had a couple of drinks, didn't stay out very late, but, <clears throat> and then the next, uh, next morning was the getting ready for the wedding. So the wedding was at one o'clock and that was. It was nice. You know what? It was, uh, it was in Fort Augustus and it was, um, it was very intimate. It was a small wedding, right? And yeah. at the bride's grandfather's place that he built by hand. So it was really nice. It was a quick wedding. There's tons of lobster and mussels. I couldn't believe how much seafood was there. Oh man. It was and an it was island just wedding. It was an island wedding. I know. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is crazy. There must've been, I think it was like 48 lobster for like, I don't think there was like only like 15 or 16 of us there. And buckets, that is a small and buckets and buckets of mussels. It was so good. Good, man. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, and the moonshine is going around. Oh, of course. The grandfather likes his moonshine. He doesn't drink it, but he makes it. 
Man, so, that's like so many people's grandparents. Yeah. So he just, he just had like, he comes up, he's showing me his house and he's got all these like hidden, hidden little things. And he like opens this thing up and there's a window and he's like, look at this place. And like, there's a wedding, there's, you can open this up and there's things in here. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And he just takes a bottle out and he hands it to me. He's like, put that in your pocket. <laughs> Fucking bottle of shine. And I was like, fuck, all right. <laughs> Cowbunga baby. <laughs> here we go. Uh, yeah. It was, uh, yeah. Now it's, <clears throat> What day is it today? Monday? Yeah. Everyone left yesterday. So I had last night to myself, went out for a couple beers and dinner. And then I'm going to the beach today. I'm spending the rest of the day at the beach. And then I'm going right to the airport. Nice. Straight there. Like just wearing what I'm wearing right now. Dude. Yeah. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> Walk onto the plane wet. Yeah. That's that's the plan. <laughs> I'm going to have my beach towel and everything with me and just be covered in sand. But I don't know if they'll let me on the plane, but we'll try it anyway. Hey, man. As long as you got a shirt on, just give me a shoes. bottle of water. I'll rinse my feet off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <clears throat> that's dope, man. Yeah, it's good. It's been a good week, though. It's a much needed uh, East Coast vacation. Fair enough. Yeah. Now, have you been out here before? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I've. When I was a kid, uh, my dad we used to, or I guess my dad, my mom, everyone we used to. My dad used to rent a camper van. And we used to drive from Ontario out mm-hmm. here and do the whole, whole tour. You know, Quebec, New Brunswick. Nova Scotia PEI and my dad's from Cape Breton so he has his he has his place on the island there still yep so we used to go out to uh well he rent, he's been rented out for 20 years so we don't stay there but we go and check it out and see what's up and then we go to Marguerite okay Marguerite Valley Cape Breton Island so we stay there for you know two three four weeks in August, usually in August right yep. my dad has his vacation so yeah it's it's uh, it's not my first time out here, but it's been a long, long time. Fair enough. Since like probably fifteen plus years, I think. Man, do you ever so, uh, do you ride bikes? Like motorcycles? Yeah. Uh, not as often as I should, but I do have a couple. I got a, I got a seventy nine Kawasaki six fifty that needs a rebuild. Yeah, fair enough. And I got a two thousand five uh, Honda uh, CRF two fifty R. Yeah. So that needs a bottom end rebuild but yeah i do i've ridden it it's just it's been a little while though yeah if you get a chance that cabot trail rip is on the on the cape Breton island yeah 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 yeah. it's a good time how's the trail on this island my dad was telling me that is the railway trail the old railway you can go you can walk around the whole island is that didn't the old railway run around the whole i think so i think it was just a straight kind of straight line tip to tip oh is it okay i thought it was some it ran across the whole thing i'm not exactly that wouldn't make sense to me but yeah run railway all the way around the island but yeah, I'm not exactly sure on the details of that, but I've been ripping around, man. And there's honestly, like, I think they should run something like the Isle of Man here. Yeah. Where, cause yeah. the roads are crazy good. Yeah. And like, it'd be perfect for little communities. Yeah. And just block off the roads, set and, it up. Yeah. People yeah. I think so. Too. Actually, that's a really good idea. So that'd be something dope. But man, riding around here is sick too. And for whatever reason, I didn't see any cops this year. Oh, really? It, it was awesome. I mean, I guess... Outside of Charlottetown. <clears throat> okay, I was going to say, outside of Charlottetown. They're everywhere in Charlottetown. Okay. But even when I was in Charlottetown, it, it's only been the last couple of weeks, ever since Old Home Week, that I've really seen them pop up. What's Old Home Week? That's like a, the, gold, the gold cup and saucer race, the horse races that oh, they do. Oh, right, 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 yeah, right. right. Okay, so that was, that was like... Uh, that wasn't last weekend. It was the weekend before, yeah. I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen like, a lot of cops in Charlottetown, but outside I haven't seen anybody. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's, around. it's been great. So I haven't been worried at all. Uh, just Which is good. I probably would have got a few speeding tickets. but That's the thing, too. Speed limits are all over the place here. Yeah. You go They're from all over 90 the, they, to a 40. Like, like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instant. It's insane. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> okay. 
there's not much room to stop or to slow down for it either. Right? No, and <laughs> like, like unless you, you're you're familiar with the the territory, yeah. Then yeah, but whatever. I thrive on those uh, out of town tickets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the drive the, you can drive around this island like all day, and it's it's it never gets boring. We drove on along the south shore yesterday. And just hopping different beaches like uh, winter, like Rice Point and Canoe Cove, mm-hmm. and that uh, what's that lighthouse called the Brock House or something lighthouse? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what it's called, but it's it's a nice drive. Yeah, there's an old there's a, a sailboat that was wrecked there. It actually, looks like it was from the hurricane, I guess. Oh, probably. It was beached and just wrecked. Yeah, I couldn't, that, I couldn't get down to it, but I did get a photo of it. But it was like from a, a kilometer and a half away. Yeah. So it's you not got the, the telescopic lens out. Yeah, well, I had my, the, well, like, the phone. It has like a hundred times zoom on it, right? So you can like really zoom in on it, but it's still not. It's not clear as day, right? Yeah, but you can still see what it is. Yeah, I had a I had a girl home with me last summer, and we were just ripping around for a couple of days on the bike, and mm-hmm. and everywhere she we went, she's just like it's, it's like a postcard. Yeah, it like really is everywhere. It is, yeah. So. I haven't been here in the fall though. I wonder what it's like in the fall. It's a lot, good lot of too. color changes. Or yeah. No? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's. I do like the fall for that, especially like even in like Ontario. It's the 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 just the colors are, are amazing. Yeah, the uh, it eases you into win- winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long is hurricane season here last? It, well, that's it. Like it it's kind of be a new thing. I or, yeah, I guess it is new. Yeah, it hasn't like this has only been the last decade or so right well even Maybe. even growing up i really only remember like you get the you get the like the tropical storms after like the or like yeah the not yeah, even yeah. That. like there's the, the little dust off at the end but now it's like you're getting full hurricanes on the on the coast yeah you always see how warm the water is now oh yeah man it's, it's great even though it's, it's it is great but i was like that's like hurricane water almost you know yeah well, apparently more sharks too yeah there is well i just i checked the <laughs> speaking of, I, I checked this what the hell is that website there's two great whites around here and they're tracking them and they're, they think they're brothers. Like, they think they might be related. But they're, like, within two kilometers of each other. And they've been kind of slowly moving around up closer this way. But they don't, they don't swim with each other. Great no. Whites don't swim with each other. But they just... These, two keep, these two keep being within a few kilometers of each other. So they end up getting DNA tests on them. And we don't know the results yet. But <laughs> if they're siblings, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> they, they think they might be brothers. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty cool. And it's kind of concerning at the same time. <laughs> like, if they're hunting in the same area, they'd be... You know, I don't think that's normal behavior for sure. I mean, I'm not a shark expert, but, <laughs> but I, from what I, from what I did read, from what I did read, the experts are saying that that's not typically normal behavior to be hunting together. They just kind of, once they kind they're of born, just, they go off. They just wander around. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I should look, read into more of that. Yeah. yeah. I like to say I'm an expert on things, but I'm not an expert on anything. So fair enough. <laughs> I wish more people would say that. Yeah. There's a word for that. I don't even know what the word is. I read it the other day. Fuck. Don't even. <laughs> oh, I think I know what you're talking about. When when you think you know more than you actually do, yeah, and you and you you, you played off, like yeah, you're, you know you're still you're confident in it, but you're <laughs> <laughs> everyone's looking at you like you're an idiot, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Typically, how it goes. Yeah, hell yeah. Really? Well, and for me especially. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. Mm-hmm. So after this, what do you get up to when you head back? Um, I fly back to Saskatchewan. And then, um, I'm off till, I think I'm off till the second, September 2nd. So I got a few days off to recoup. Yeah. So I got to, I'm, I'm driving to Saskatoon. Actually, when I get back, I got to watch some watches to pick up. I collect watches. Okay. Yeah. It's like specifically Nixon watches. So I kind of, I have about, I don't know, close to 50 of them now. Oh shit. 
So is that and, what you're wearing there? No, this is just my smartwatch. Okay. I wear them. I wear them for like weddings and and like if I go out at night, like special events kind of thing. But they all they're all different colors and stuff like that, and it's and they look really nice. And it's just I don't know. It's just something to collect. I guess it's better than fucking buying drugs all the time or shit like that, you know. <laughs> so it's uh it's fun. So I'm doing that, and then I'm going to I'm going to go back to Yorkton, Saskatchewan, and just to relax for a few days before I go back to work. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, yeah, I got no plans. Like I just moved to York and I, I'm st- I've only been there for three weeks before I came out here. Right. So, Oh yeah. Super fresh. I'm still, it's still new to me. Right. Not even a month. So it's, uh, get it's, set- it's a nice town though. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Get settled, feel out the, the vibe and everything. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So I, I don't know. We'll see. It's, uh, it's better than Northern Manitoba. Yeah. I mean, North, Northern Manitoba is an experience. It's cool, but it's, the winters are interesting. Yeah. Like you got to be down for it. is 60. <laughs> it's yeah. like, but I mean, yeah, it was, it was cool. I went kayaking with beluga whales a few weeks ago, like before I came up here in Churchill, Manitoba. You can just go on a tour and they'll take you out and there's belugas swimming around and bumping your boat and stuff. It's, it's pretty cool. They're like little, they're like little water puppies. Did you pet one? You can pet. Yeah. Well, you come up, you can like, t- I, I kind of touched on his head, but he has like his, you can see his teeth. And I was like, I don't want to, but apparently they're just super... <laughs> Like, he's, like, smiling at you, I guess. I don't yeah. know. But he came up, and they bump your boat, right? They bump your kayak. And I was like, are they trying to, like, get us in the water to eat us? And they're like, no, no, they're just playing. Like, it's, they're, they said, they're, like, little, they're water puppies. And they're, like, they're just flirt, having a fun. Flirting with you. Playing around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and I always thought they were all white, but a lot of them are, they're gray. But they still, they're still really cool. Mm-hmm. Really cool animals, for sure. Man. You, do you follow a lot? Like, do you follow animals a lot? Um, you seem to be into sharks, whales. Not really. I mean, I, I read a lot. I kind of like when I read things, I kind of just pick up on small things, but it's, I mean, I guess it's just from, yeah, it's all just things I've read or things I've seen. I don't really, mm-hmm. um, but animals in turn, yeah, I don't really know much about other animals really. I mean, maybe if we got into the conversation about it, maybe something like, pop like up. oh yeah, pop up. I do remember reading something about that, but <laughs> off the top of my head, I can't think of anything. No. Fair enough. <laughs> Do you get a, a lot of your reading done at while you're at work or no, we're not allowed reading at work. Oh, okay. I can't. So we're driving, we drive, I drive trains, right? So mm-hmm. we can't, we got to be focused on everything. There's no music, no cell phones, no newspapers. Oh, cause we're, well, it's, you know, we're, you know, even with freight, we're moving, you know, tens of thousands of tons of, yeah. of shit, right? Material. So it's, uh, but now I, I move passengers now, so it's even more yeah. safety stuff. You know it's So I don't, yeah, I don't read at work, but, uh, I do read. I do read on my own time. Like I do read like fiction, nonfiction. I want to get. I want to read. Start reading more history. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of thing. I want something I want to do lately. And I'm learning. Obviously, I'm, I collect watches, so I'm learning about uh, like horology, how watches work, and how to build watches. Horology is that what I said. Horology. I think that's how it's. Yeah, that's how it's pronounced. You think I would know, right? <laughs> but uh, so I have these books. I just got these books on that topic. So I'm starting to kind of read through them and seeing how the actual watches work. Cause, you know, there's battery watches, like the analog stuff. And then there's mm-hmm. like the automatic watches, the, right? which are the wind up, the ones, wind right? up ones. Yeah. So those are pretty cool, I think anyway, but so I'm kind of the one to see how they work and maybe if I can get like kits and start maybe like build my own custom there, watch would be pretty cool. There's an incredible amount of detail that goes into watchmaking. I know. I know. So I, I thought, you know, maybe, maybe something I could just mess around with for a bit and try it out. But I do like to read other things like anything, anything history or like religion or, uh, yeah, anything it's, if I can, if I pick it up, I'll, I'll, I'll read it for a bit. And it's, I, it takes me a while to finish it mm-hmm. when I'm reading, but it's, it's fun. 
Yeah. yeah. Very good. Now, I guess I never thought of that uh, driving train. Right, I it's kind of thought it'd be like, well, it's on tracks. I can set yeah, it and let it. Yeah, there's a lot going on. You know, there's people, there's foremen, there's other trains you got to talk to, and there's signals you got to pay attention to. Because if you blow past the stop signal, you're kind you're in a lot of trouble. But you can also hurt a lot of people or two, right? So mm-hmm. you really got to pay attention, especially when you're moving fast. You're only doing you're doing 180, 160 kilometers an hour in a train, right? It's, yeah. It's uh, they don't stop that fast. No. Right. So. Now, how long have you been doing that for? Um, since December. Well, I hired, I started with the railway in December, 2015 in British Columbia. And I used to, you hire on as a conductor. So you're not driving the train yet. You're just the, like the co-pilot kind of thing. Okay. But the, the conductor's in charge of the train. The engineer's in charge of the locomotives and the driving and the stopping, right? So the conductor's in charge of all the cars behind you. Like for, mm-hmm. if they have to go out and set out like drop some cars off to a customer. Okay. Some train cars. The conductor goes out there and does the, the splitting apart. Right. But yeah, I've been doing it for, I started, I became an engineer in 2019 or 2019. No, 2018. I think it's two years after I hired on, but it was like, got to do six months of training too. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like October, 2018. I finally qualified as an engineer. And then I stayed out West with, uh, CP rail for until February, 2021. Then I moved back to Toronto where my family was to work for another railway, short line railway. And I didn't like that. Like I liked being close to family, but I didn't like that railway that I was at. Mm-hmm. So now I'm, I moved up North to Northern Manitoba with the via rail. So that's where I'm at. And I love it. I love where I work now. I love yeah. my job. So it's, it's nice. Finally nice. Like I've always liked doing what I do, but I didn't like where like the company I was at. But now where I love it, where I'm like, it's, it feels, it's a, it's like, it's finally, I found it. You know, I found a place I enjoy working at. Right. But now it's finding the right town to live in. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. So how does that work? Yeah. So obviously you, you got to, you got to live on by seniority. It. Right. So okay. you can transfer. So basically I hired on in Northern Manitoba where nobody wants to go. So you start there and you start working. You got to, you got to, you get, get seniority near your years in and you can bounce around to wherever you want. Like I want to go to Toronto, but they, I don't think they're going to let me go to Toronto, but and I can't buy a house there anyways, right? So Yeah. So I think the next move is going to be Smithers, British Columbia. I'd probably go back out west, I think. Yep. Yeah. But it's, I don't know, it's all an adventure. I'm in no rush. I got no wife, no kids, man. So it's, I can just go town to town and, you know, see the whole country by rail. That's pretty dope, And if man. I like it, if I like, where I'm, like, if I like Yorkton, I might just stay there, right? Like I might buy a house there in the spring. Just be, I mean, I, I hate, I'm so tired of renting, so I might as well just put, buy something there they're affordable mm-hmm. and either i can rent it out when i leave or just sell it yeah so but we'll see it's uh it's all just an adventure there's no real set plan you know maybe i'll go to alberta maybe i'll like it there yeah who knows right but Ooh. i'm definitely not going back up north though fair enough a lot of bugs yes lots of bugs um how does it work is there separate rails for passengers as there is cargo no um <clears throat> so Via Rail, I think Via Rail does have their own section of track, like small, very small section of track in the, in like the Toronto area, maybe. I'm not too sure about it, but they share CP Rail and CN Rail's track. So they got to pay them, I think, to, to operate on it. Yeah. But now you're at the mercy of CN and CP Rail traffic control because... They take priority. They're taking... Well, the, I think the, I always thought the Via Rail, the passengers are supposed to get priority because we're small. We can zip around and, you know, get out of everyone's way where these freight trains are four kilometers long right yeah so or and so i think uh i mean for example 
a few weeks ago, CN uh, nailed us for a bunch of pa- uh, freight trains that had to come to meet us, which so we got stuck in a siding to meet them, watch them, watch them go by, and we ran out of time. So I couldn't operate the train anymore. So we had to go, they had to go call another crew in to come relieve me of my, because I'm only allowed to work a certain amount of hours, right? Yeah, yeah. So we got, I mean, that, it happens sometimes, but not often, but it's, we're at the mercy of the, of the, uh, the class one railways when, when we don't have our own track, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's my issue with this country is we have, we're so far, well, there's many issues, but we're so far behind in our railway infrastructure. Like we should have one fast track between, you know, Halifax and Vancouver. Like one, bullet, one, bullet via, one, one via rail or bullet train. Yeah. But I mean, I, I don't know how our territory, like our, how our land actually, like how, if it can handle it, like the, like, uh, freeze thaw, the freeze thaw and cycle? everything, like, or, especially up North, yeah. like the freeze thaw up there. It's, and it's all muskeg too. So the track gets really soft. That's why the, it's a slow run up the Churchill, but we need a faster, faster network just, and for just for passenger freight or passenger freight, passenger trains mm-hmm. to run back and forth without sharing tracks with this, these freight trains. You know, it's, I think it'd be a lot more economical for a lot of people to be, it's like Toronto, uh, the GTA with the go trains, mm-hmm. you know, all the, all the out surrounding communities, they all got the go train that comes into union station. Right. Yeah. I, I, when I lived in Mississauga and I worked, uh, not downtown, but close enough, I took the go train every morning and it was so much easier than, than driving. Like that 401, you ever driven on it before? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You want to shoot yourself in the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every day it's a shit show. Yeah. And then when we went to buddy and I went to Toronto last November Mm -hmm. and he was, his girlfriend's from there. So fortunately he was out like a few weeks beforehand Yeah, and he got all that go train down. So yeah. And and, you know, he knew the system. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, I mean, I've always liked the go train. I was, I always took it out for going to like Leafs games and Jays games and stuff. Right. So much easier than being on the road. I mean, sometimes it gets packed on the train, but whatever you don't need to worry about drinking and driving or anything you know no no right down to union station and the and the uh acc or not the acc i'm still i still call it the air canada center the uh, rogers arena or scotia bank arena and the rogers center (laughs) so they're right there right so it's 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 convenient it's super convenient so I'm dating myself with this ACC shit. That's all good, <laughs> I mean, at least I didn't call it Maple Leaf Gardens, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is not the same. <laughs> but so you the so you would like to eventually see separated passenger and freight rails then? Yeah. 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 That would well, make I think sense. Would be, I think it would be safer too, because well, for so right now there's territories that aren't like railway tracks that don't have uh, signal systems. It's run by it's like dark territory, so it's run by paperwork and traffic control they tell you how far up the track you can go and if there's other trains in the area they're gonna tell you these what train it is and you got to get permission from that train as well to follow up behind them mm-hmm. so it's dark territory there's there's nothing out there for i mean it's not that it's not safe but it's it's uh you really got to pay attention out there and between if a freight train goes by me or if i'm following a freight train there has to be a foreman in a pickup truck on the track with high rail trucks that has to patrol behind the freight train before I can go over it with the passenger train because in case there's a broken rail somewhere mm-hmm. and I can't, I shouldn't like with passenger trains, it should be driving over broken rails. So I got to wait for a foreman to patrol in front of me. So it makes the trip even slower. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of the, that's, there's that issue too. So it's when passengers are on the train, you know, they buy the ticket expecting to be, you know, into Winnipeg 
at a certain, at a time. certain time. And now with all this, like all the following the foreman or meeting other trains were delayed. Like we were delayed 12 hours getting to Winnipeg the other day. Imagine if you had something to do, like a flight or something. Oh yeah. Like you'd be screwed. So they have VRL says, don't buy, don't, don't get a ticket or don't book your flight like for right after the arrival time in Winnipeg wait a day because there could be major delays yeah. and sometimes it's weather delays right or or uh or uh mechanical like we haven't had very many uh, mechanical delays but it happens sometimes yeah. what's the biggest uh, delay that you've experienced <clears throat> oh it's like f- oh, on the v- on the passenger or the freight it, either one freight was a few days i got stuck in a uh, field those avalanches and and uh and tons of snow. There was so much snow, the trains couldn't move. So when the trains were stopped, all the snow filled in between the train cars and they couldn't move the trains. They couldn't get them out. They were st- stuck basically in a snowbank. And, uh, what do you do in that situation? Um, I think they break them apart. Uh, like, or you can, you can try and rock them back and forth, like throttle back and throttle forward, but it's still, it's a risky move. And there's sometimes there's guys that come and like dig out like a little bit, but it's a lot of work. And, and like they try not to stop them in that situation so they don't get filled in with snow. Yep. But I mean, I've had derailments. Uh, I had one in 2017. It was a broken wheel and yard sailed about 20 cars in the mountains between Field and Revelstoke. And I was at one in the morning and I didn't know like the train, the emergency brakes applied and we don't know what's going on. So I had to walk back there and I shining my flashlight and I'm like, oh, there's just cars piled up everywhere. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, How's that call to the office? It's going to be a long night. <laughs> <laughs> and we were only on duty for like 15 minutes when that happened, right? Oh, so. <laughs> we just, my night just started. Yeah. My day just started. I was like, oh. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's all an experience, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you want to keep them on the rails, but sometimes, I mean, it wasn't my fault. It was just cool. It was really cold out. I think the wheel just, I guess it had a crack in it somewhere and it eventually breaks apart and it breaks the rail and that's what sends everything all over the place so yeah so are train derailments more common than we think oh yeah yeah they're they're a lot more common now because there's i mean so much social media and everything like and everyone's got a a camera on them Mm -hmm. but they happen every day and there's ones you don't even hear about yeah you know it's yeah it's often um but it's I don't know. I guess, I don't know. I want to say it's part of doing business, but it shouldn't be happening that often. But I mean, I got some opinions, but I should keep them to myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, you can be anonymous. Don't worry. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think with all the details I get, I've given, they might be able to figure out who I am. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who do we got working up in Northern Manitoba? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> who took vacation? Yeah. Who's on vacation now? Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's like every other thing. It's money first, right? Yeah. I mean. It's what made the world go around. Yeah. Well, that's it. So, I mean, yeah, it is. I mean, it's the way it goes, but it's also, it's, uh, I mean, things happen, right? It's, I mean, it's also a 150 year old, even older system, right? Yeah. Moving things around, right? But yeah, it's, uh, it's also, I think a lack of training too. I mean, there's a lot of new guys hiring on. Like they're hiring a lot of new people on and they're rushing them through the training. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, that could be part of it too, maybe, but waters down the, uh, yeah, the working pool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, I guess, but it's, uh, you don't want to see things like that East Palestine derailment. Right. And yeah, like that was, that was a major disaster, but I, I've never, thankfully I've never seen anything like that. 
in where we are and I don't want to, but yeah. Cause the one or be a I, part of it, I, I forgot about East Palestine. I, Cause I was thinking about the one that happened in Quebec. Lock, the Lac Megantic one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was terrible. That was, yeah, that was, uh, that was a bad one. Really bad one. And there were mistakes made and it's, it's, that's why we, there's, there's rules we have now. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but it shouldn't happen. Shouldn't have to have things like that happen for, for things to happen or for rule changes. Right. Or for, yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, I got, there's opinions on that one too, but I can't, uh, I can't go into too many details about it. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, there were, yeah, there were mistakes made on, on everyone's, on everyone's end, mm-hmm. including the, the operating engineer, but I don't, you know, they work long hours, man. So it's like, sometimes you're just like, you know, you gotta, you're, you're tired, you're putting your, you're doing your brakes and you're, making sure the train's secure and then i guess but there was also a mechanical thing with that train i think there was a fire or it was a bad engine on board as well mm-hmm. and that and i guess that it's maybe it's i think it's maybe it shut down and it was supposed to be charging the air brake system to keep the train brakes on and then i guess it if it shuts down it's not the air compressor's not running right so i think that might have been might have something to do with it i never really read the entire investigation into that so i mean it's probably something i should do that's why i don't want to make opinions because i don't really know all the, the whole situation, the whole situation yeah. right you know now, it's a it's a big thing i am i try not to if i don't know anything if i don't know much about it i'm not going to talk much about it it's, yeah. you know what i mean it's it's a i could because i could just be talking on my ass right it's yeah like we were just talking about earlier you know saying <laughs> speaking of things i don't really know a whole lot about it's just this is just from what i've read for the most part but i haven't read the transport canada investigation on it so what can i say is that public i think it is it should be Mm-hmm. Unless they've, I mean, they've had, they've had to have completed it by now. You would think. I'd imagine. Yeah, because I think the, yeah, I think they completed the other one, the, that field derailment, uh, in field BC. They, I think they completed that investigate. Uh, maybe they haven't. I know they re- they released a report on it, but it's I don't know, maybe they haven't released a full full investigation. I don't I don't know how yeah. I don't know what their processes are, their steps are. Okay, I was just gonna ask yeah. if you if you know anything about that no. process. No, I don't. Usually I try and avoid it and try to avoid anything to do with reports and investigations. <laughs> Extra you know, paperwork. Keep everything on the track. Yeah. Don't <laughs> keep my head down. Yeah. Be professional about it. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's hopefully things are getting better, I guess. It's the way, it's the only thing I can, I can, I can say, but what other changes would you like to see to the, to the rail system? Hmm. Be on separate tracks. That's probably about it. I mean, it's, I mean, maybe like more, more networks, I guess, because you know, there's no rail, there's no via rail or anything in Calgary. And you think a major city like that would have a via rail mm-hmm. system, at least between Edmonton and Calgary or something like that. Right. So it runs through Edmonton, like Jasper, Edmonton, Saskatoon, all that stuff. But for some reason they just said, see you later, Calgary. I don't know, but I think running, running between Calgary and Edmonton would be pretty good. Yeah. I remember seeing i don't rumors of the what is it, elon musk hyper rail or something oh really i've never heard of this it's just it'd be basically a train that you could just drive your car on and then 25 30 minutes later you'd be in calgary from edmonton oh no way really something like that that'd be really I, that's sweet yeah it's pretty good it's like a it's like a ferry like a land ferry kind of yeah 
I remember just seeing videos of him floating that idea around, and then there was a group of engineers kind of interested in solving some of the issues yeah. that he would have with it. And I think that'd be pretty pretty sweet. Yeah, you know, I I would do that as as far as a next step in in trains. Yeah, but I mean, it's also how I, I mean. Then here, here, then I start thinking about okay, if it's like a super fast train, you bring a car on, you got to be able to strap that car down, mm-hmm. right? Because you know if you're driving that fast on a we can't just have your car in park. I don't think you know what I mean. It's like freight trains when they drive cars up on those auto racks. Got to be all tied down in there. I'm pretty sure, right? So now I'm like thinking about now I'm just gonna strap their car down on this train, right? Yeah, yeah. How, yeah. That, how that work? Or maybe there's like some wheel blocks. I guess I don't know. That's a pretty neat idea, though. I like it. I really like that idea. I could see that happening. I don't know, maybe maybe not anytime. So not in our lifetime. That's for sure. No, but, you don't think that like because. <clears throat> not here, not here in this country, anyway. Yeah, fair There's enough. Too much, too many, too much red tape. That's it, man. It's brutal. <laughs> so bad. Can't do anything. Can't it's, do anything. It's just getting more. Like in some places, just to get like a building permit is like six months or a year just to do anything. It's like fuck. Like what is going on? Yeah, a lot of. I hear a lot of people around here even complaining about how difficult it is to just build a new home. Yeah. And especially now yeah. after the hurricane. Yeah, yeah. Like it's been like a full stop on building anything on beachfront. Yeah. And then how difficult it is if you don't actually live here. Yeah, yeah, I can believe it. So, so just, they don't want you don't want anyone anyone coming in here just scooping up yeah. ocean front, right? I saw yesterday I was on the I went to the those the cliffs there in uh at the uh the Argyle Provincial Park. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think it was there. There's a there's a house that's like their deck railing is like, it, from where I looked, it must have been three, four feet from the edge of the cliff. Yeah, I was like, like that, that one's gonna go in soon. It's got to. I don't know. I don't know how fast the erosion is here right now, but like another big storm. It seems like it's been picking up. Yeah, it seems like it, it, has, it was yeah. an issue a decade ago. Yeah, and especially well, I think they're only losing like a few, maybe a foot or something in a year, not even or whatever. But now I think after that hurricane, Fiona, I think it was like someone said it was like thirty meters. Oh, that dude, seems like a lot, though. The water, I don't know if you could see. Uh, did you see the water when you drove down this road? No, I didn't. Okay, so you used to not be able to see it, but they knocked down trees. So if you come out the driveway here right. and you look down, you can actually see the water. Right. And it's about maybe 800, close to a kilometer down. Yeah. And But there's also a 15, 17-foot rock face. Right. And the water... <clears throat> actually came up all the way pretty well to here it was coming up the road oh are you serious yeah oh shit yeah like there was the if you take a drive down yeah they're all rebuilding now but right. spots down here were just demolished flipped really? the north end got it the worst didn't it i think so yeah yeah uh, Jeez. yeah even a few years ago I, I was seeing this chick and yeah she had a little cottage and it was four feet off the water like, and I, you know, that was probably a decade ago or so. Yeah. And I, I, I think about that because she, she was talking about that then. She's like, I have to figure out how to, how I'm going to move this. Yeah. Or something. Well, that's what they'd have to move the houses back if they, if they can. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure they could, but. The best part was, was because there was a bunch of cottages up there. Yeah. And then her parents did the smart thing and they bought like back yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah it's like eventually none of these folks are gonna be here mm-hmm. yeah it's uh, i did see uh i did see someone had they had they dumped rocks all the way down the the, the cliffs yep. right behind their house the big boulders i guess i guess like obviously that'll help uh 
slow maybe the erosion the mm-hmm. water slopping up on the on the cliffs right yeah hit, hitting the rock instead of the dirt yeah yeah it's yeah it's crazy just it's crazy to see uh and you can still see some of like the the damage like the trees and some of the buildings still right it's uh it's pretty wild to see i haven't like i haven't been up in the north end yet but just driving up even the south end you can still see a lot of a lot okay. of damage but i think up here got the worst of it I i'm going to cavendish today so i didn't be able to check it out i haven't seen too much up here yet but i think the first the furthest i came this week was i went to new glasgow i think yep the, the new glasgow supper lobster supper there yeah. it's, it's so good <laughs> <laughs> so good that's where uh dion Phaneuf, uh asked alicia cutbert to marry him oh no way really <laughs> What? Really? Yeah. What? I didn't know that. <laughs> so random. No. <laughs> what? Oh, man. I did not know that. Dion Phaneuf. <laughs> yeah, you're familiar with that oh, name. Yeah yeah. 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 I was a Leafs fan. He was on there for a bit. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no, it's just such a dumb, random detail. <laughs> yeah. That's what you get for living here. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. PEI, man. <laughs> Fucking someone's Twitter's going off. You would not believe what's <laughs> happening at the new Glasgow Lobster Suppers right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, the craziest thing to happen there in a long time. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that place is wild though. It's like it's just a it's just a whole it's just a hall yeah. of just people crushing seafood, and it's like not it's like you can, all you can eat except for like I mean you get your main course, but like everything else is just unlimited. Bring more, uh, bring just more. Keep bringing it. We had I think we must have had about six or seven buckets of mussels to start. And there's six of us and yeah, like what else was there? There was like, uh, there was like the salad and the, and the potato salad or the, or the chowder. We eating so much chowder too. Like, Oh my God. And I had scallops and two pound lobster after that. I was like, I could not eat it. You had to like roll me out of there. <laughs> it was so good. It was definitely worth it. I would do it again. Man, you're doing it right. It sounds like. Well, yeah, I mean, you're on the East Coast, right? And it's the only time, like, this is the only time I'll eat seafood, like lobster and, and scallops is when I'm on the East Coast. I won't, I won't have lobster in Saskatchewan. No. Or any of that. Like, you know, it's, I don't know, it's not the same unless it's, you know, mm. freshly caught and ain't, ain't touching it. <laughs> I'm just a picky piece of oh, shit. Oh, dude, that's but. what my brother was saying the other day. He goes, why the fuck would I eat a plain lobster? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, yeah. It does, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. A lot of them, like they keep them frozen in the in the freezers at the at the restaurants, right? Like I know some restaurants do that, and it's it's just not the same, no. not the same. Yeah, I remember my dad used to he uh, when back. I mean, in Ontario, he used to he used to have some flown out overnight. Like cause my aunts and uncles lived here, so they'd ship them out overnight. So I'd have some then, but I mean, it's also because my it's dinner. And uh, you know, my dad's he'd put all this effort in, you know, get lobsters over, so I gotta eat it, right? Yep. But I was, you know, I was actually I was never a big fan of lobster growing up. I'd eat it, but I was like Honestly, never really into it, but now I absolutely like I I love it. Same so, it, which was weird growing like, up here. Yeah. I just yeah. was didn't really feel it. Yeah. I mean everything else like you know, like salmon and scallops, I'll, I'll love those. I always did. But I don't know, some of the lobster. It's growing on me now though. I'll eat it. I'll eat I'll eat the shit out of a lobster. <laughs> Not really, but <laughs> They gotta clean that part out. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's been good though. Can't complain. So uh, why Nixon watches? Uh, I think it's just their style. I think it was it was uh, I don't know. They just look good. They all got the different different colors and different. So I collect a certain. Well, I have a few certain models, but I have one model that I have a lot of. I got about twenty five of them, and it's the Nixon Banks, and it's it's a square watch. It's got two different. Uh, 
or I guess it's got three movements. It's got a, the main movement, the second hand, and a and a and a uh, another movement for uh, another time zone. If you want to have that, right? And it's it's nicely weighted. I don't know. They just look they look good. And I it's my first watch, my first watch I ever bought myself, and I sold it a long time ago, and I regretted it. And they discontinued this, this model, and it took me like four years to find it again. And I finally found it, and I was just like. And I ended up joining this uh, this Nixon group on Facebook. So it's a bunch of collectors, and like I started seeing what they all had, and like, I was like, "Oh my God, there's so many more of these watches!" And then it just snowballed from there. So now I kind like, I kind of buy and sell them. Like I buy a few of them, and I'll like I have about ten of the same one. So I use those. I'll clean them up, put new batteries in them, and if I see someone selling one that I want, either offer a trade, or it's or I'll just sell them to them so I can find another watch that I find. Right. So it's kind of just a, it's a little hobby. Right. But, yep. and they're not very expensive either. Like, so, I mean, some of them are, but exp- like can get expensive. Like some of the automatics, I've seen some of them go for like five grand or something stupid. Right. But I'm, I'm not spending that much money on watches ever, but it's, it's just, it's just fun. I don't yeah. know. It gives me something to do. Right. Cause it's, I mean, I move around a lot. I don't, do a whole lot of shit so it's yeah it's the easy thing to carry with mm-hmm. you and i can always like if i wanted to i could sell them pretty quick like i've i've shown my collection to a few people and they'll be like they'll be like i'll take all these if you want like most of them anyway so but it's i don't, I don't think i'll be selling them anytime soon i might probably give them to my brother or something or my nephew i don't know but i don't know it's yeah it's just it's just fun it only really started in the last year and a half two years but now i so i started with you know one and i got you know three or four and then I got a watch, a watch box for 10 watches. I was like, oh, that's perfect. That's all I need. So I had 10 watches. And then I was like, oh, I really like that one. So I ended up buying a case that holds uh, 42 watches. And it's full now. It's a good number. And now I need another case. <laughs> well, actually, I gotta, what I'm going to do is I, I, I really got to keep just the 42 number and stop buying more. So I got, like, of the multiples I have, I'm going to start selling those and, yeah, and filling replace. them in with other ones. And hopefully that's it hopefully that's it so <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's a it can be like addicting because then you're like because they don't make some of these watches anymore right they're discontinued so it's they're gonna get harder and harder to find yeah they're collectibles they're collect, yeah they're, yeah to the right people i guess right but it's i still wear them like a lot of guys don't wear their collections there's a few ones that i don't i only wear on like really special occasions but the other ones i i cycle through them i gotta wear them right that's the point of having them all if you're not gonna wear them yeah yeah absolutely so, but yeah it's also it's also kind of I'm kind of, I want to start learning how to like, you know, swap the movements out. Like you can customize these watches too, right? If you wanted to, you can take, you can take them all apart and swap different colors with different colors. But it's, I haven't really figured that out yet. It's, I mean, I, I could take it apart, but it's getting the right, putting it all right back properly. Yeah. So it's, You'd uh, like it to work ideally. I want to work it out. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's, I have, I got one coming from New Zealand right now. I got a few more in Toronto back home. And I'm picking some up in Saskatoon <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> so I got a few more coming in right now, but it's hopefully they're there. I think it's one from New Zealand was supposed to be there when I left. So hopefully it's still at the post office. Mm-hmm. I think they got a hold it for 15 days or it's go or it gets sent back. Ah, okay. So I'm really hoping it's still there. <laughs> could you phone them and be like, listen, I could, well, the tracking says it went to made it to Vancouver. And then that, that's the end of the tracking, right? Because it goes to, I thought it would go to Canada Post or something, but it doesn't. So I don't know. I'm just going to go home and hopefully there's a sticker on my door that says that something's arrived. If not, I could do some hunting down because this is a, this is the one that Nixon just released. It's a new watch, but it's a 25th anniversary uh, watch and they only made 1,270 of them. 
Ah. That's why I had to order it from Australia because mm-hmm. they sold out in the U.S. So I got to the U.S. site or the, the, the Australian site and I got a friend in New Zealand. So I ordered it to his house and then he mailed it to me. <laughs> so hopefully it shows up. <laughs> Is this the most expensive watch that you No, it's not up? the most expensive watch. No, no, this one wasn't, this one was pretty, this one was on the lower end yeah but it's just the only because they only made so many of them that it's going to be it's a collector this is a collector's item for yeah sure uh, the most expensive i don't know what the probably i don't know 500 bucks maybe so it's not really that yeah that's not bad at all. it's not bad at all that's that was new i didn't pay 500 dollars for it that's what it would retail new but it's it's in perfect condition but it's uh yeah i don't think i'd pay 500 bucks for a used watch or new, well, even a new one, but yeah. you never know. <laughs> what, what's the what's the limit when you see someone wearing a watch? What do you mean? Can you pick up like if they paid say ten grand for a watch? Do you just think that's dumb? Um, I mean, if you have the means for it, have at it. Yeah. I mean, who, who am I to say what you'd spend your money on, right? But I mean, I could do a lot. I could do different things. I would do something different with ten grand. You know, like invest it or buy a house or something. But I mean, if you're loaded, if you're wealthy, I mean. 10 grand on a watch is, is nothing, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I would like, I don't like Rolexes or anything. That's never interested me. Any of those, those watches. I don't know what they just, they all tell time. They all, yeah, they all tell <laughs> they all tell time, but like, I don't know. They, I don't know. They're just kind of boring. I don't like it. Maybe I'm going to get shit on for saying that, but there's nothing that really stands out about them. It just excites from the name. Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Maybe I don't know my, enough about them. So, and I don't. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's just a fun little hobby. I enjoy it. Fair enough. Yeah. I also like classic cars. So classic cars, if I could save them all, I would save them all. Oh yeah. I would say <laughs> if I could save them all, I would, that's what I would do. That's what I would do with my money is you know, if I had 10 grand, I'd be going to save, save an old car. If I had somewhere to put it, I gotta, I gotta get somewhere to put them first. Yeah. 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 I got, I have an old, I got a, my first car is a 73 Cadillac. I still have it. It's sitting in a barn. I'm not saying where, but it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not, not a haunted, it's not, it's not not a haunted I, barn on PEI. It's not the one it? I slept in, no. But uh, that's I want to get that one restored and like have that look like it came off the factory line. But it's as the days go by, it's getting more and more expensive to do because yeah. you know it's harder to find parts for it. But I mean, if I can't own a house, I can live in that thing. You seen the size of those things? <laughs> it's like a living room in the back. Oh, yeah, the trunk's so, bathtub. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You can put just put a throw a tart back there and garden hose. <laughs> Bring it to Sunnyvale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Let's see. It's that's a. It's gonna be another five years down the road project. I think. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Well, tell me a bit about yourself. I mean, talking about with all the shit that I'm doing. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's uh you know i, I remember uh i think i was talking earlier you said you were a bike mechanic yep yeah so i enjoy doing that i actually don't do it at the moment oh you're not yeah, oh, you're yeah. Not so doing that. i i finished the schooling red seal and whatnot yeah, and yeah. then it actually worked out well i kind of i got screwed over by i was at a really good shop yeah and it was great and buddy that i know invited me to go work at his shop and i went over there and it was great for the time Mm-hmm. But then at the end of the season, they laid me off, even though they said that they'd be able to keep me on full time. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which ended up working out well because then COVID happened and everything kind of went to shit anyways. Yeah. And I got into iron working at that point. Right. And it was the perfect pivot. Just nailed it where 
got on with a company that was stayed busy all the way through COVID. Right on. Well, so, that's good. So there was no downtime. And you're still doing that? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That's all right. So. So uh, is this just your vacation time then? Yeah. Well, kind of. I, I with say, Ironwork. Say, where, do I get a, where do I get a place with all this vacation? But then again, I'm, I guess I'm on vacation right now too. So. Well, how I pulled this one off was because I'm also, I just finished up the schooling for the ironworking. Mm-hmm. and I'm doing welding as well because they go hand in hand. Yeah. And then ideally with the welding, I'd like to get into, I've got a bike project that's like, it's a barn project. Yeah. yeah. Sitting, what is it? It's an 01 ZX6. Okay. We're turning it into a street fighter. Oh yeah. Just with growing up, uh, played a lot of fighting games. Right. Street fighter being one of them. Yeah. And I've never come across anyone who did street fighter bikes in the aesthetic of the characters from the game. Right. Okay. So that's, That'd be sweet. that's just a, been a project floating in the back of my head for a long time where I'd like to do like, uh, a Ken bike, a Ryu bike and a mm-hmm. Kuma bike based off their colors. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just, yeah, strip them down. Perfect. And that sounds all right. Get into that. And so, with because uh, uh, I was in school so much this year, where I started first year welding, mm-hmm. and then finished up my last year ironworking, and there was a two month period in between, and then I knew I was coming here for two months. Yeah, where I basically phone I phoned up my boss in December, and I said, "Listen, man, I don't think I'll be back to work until at least September." Yeah, and he was cool with it. Yeah, hurry right on. So. So that's good. Yeah. That's good. That's a good employer right there. But, you know, they, I appreciated them and they appreciate me. Yeah. So. Yeah. For sure. Well, yeah. I, that's, that's, that's key right there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, and it's kind, of, it's kind of the same how I'm out here too. I'm on a leave of absence right now. Yeah. And it, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't any assigned vacation, but the boss helped make it work. And the, and another guy, a coworker helped make it work to get me out here for this, for this week. Right. Yeah. And, you know, if, most places don't won't they'll just tell you to you know figure it out or you're on your own you're not yeah. like you're sorry you can't go kind of thing you know but yeah, exactly. they, they help me make it work which is are you awesome, quitting right? what is going on here yeah. yeah so it's good to have it's good to have an employer that'll that'll help make things work with you or, and it's cool if you know, having some time off or whatever, yeah yeah right? so and that's the biggest key thing it's like nobody wants to work all the time right no you know it's nice to have you know take a break every now and again you know you can't be doing this this monday to friday grind all the time or whatever it is for and for what, two weeks off maybe in a year? That that was it. And it was always just like, coming back that. here for two weeks at a time. Yeah. And it's not enough. Yeah. And That's... even and even now I'm trying to thinking long term where it's just I'd like to set it up so that I could actually work here, have a, a, a summer business. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You That'd know, be a good idea. Three months out of the year. Yeah. And at least that way it gives me a, a fucking reason mm-hmm. to, to, to be here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think I want to travel more. I think like I regret my biggest regret is not traveling more when I like when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I always went I went right into work. Even in high high school, I had four jobs in high school. You know, I was yeah. always grinding, 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 and you know, then right out of high school, I went to work on cargo ships and on the Great Lakes. And then it was I went to school for my diesel apprenticeship, then out west, and then I joined the railway, and it's just been like. It like, just keeps I, going. It's just going. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm like yeah. sitting here. I'm like, yeah, I could get like that. But what have I done? Yeah. You know, I've done a little bit of traveling. I've been to like England and Wales and the Philippines, but like not the amount, not to the extent that I've, that I wanted to do, you know? Yeah, so it's now it's like, do I take a year off and, and go do something or, 
my, my plan is, I think what I'm going to try and do, cause I want to keep obviously where I work and you know, it, they, they treat me well and everything. So I'm going to see if I can maybe like once a year do a, like a month long leave of absence. It's unpaid, Yeah, but it's, nice. and go and take a month and go, instead of doing a year of travel, like every year I go take a month and take a month where no one else has vacation at work. Yep that they won't miss me yep. and it's unpaid. So it doesn't really hurt them. Cause I know there's other guys who will fill who will gladly take over my shift. Cause it's all overtime. Right. Yep. And they like the money. So it'd be, I can, you know, start a trip in Europe, go do a month in Europe. And then the next year I'll go to like, I don't know, South America or something or Southeast Asia. I don't know. But I think that's kind of the, kind of where I'm at. Yeah. But, Cause there's a difference between working and doing stuff. Yeah, absolutely. But it's, it's, you don't want to look back when you're, 60 years old or you're retired and you're like no i wish i wish i did more oh yeah you know you don't want to look back and like oh i wish i'd taken that opportunity you know kind of deal that's what my dad told me. actually that's exactly what my dad told me when i first went out west i was like should i go out west and he's like you don't want to look back when you're my age and and wish you did it so i was like there i spent 10 years out there right <laughs> right so <laughs> yeah so and it's it probably it was about probably the best 10 years of my life i think but so far anyway but yeah you know it's uh, I don't know. You don't want to get stuck in that work and grind, you know, forever. No. Because time flies and it seems like it's going by faster now, right? <laughs> I don't know about you, but. Oh, no, every absolutely. Every time I turn around, I'm like, what, what day is it? What month is it? Holy like shit. I said, I've been here for two months now and I'm like, oh shit, I got to leave this yeah. week. Yeah. In a week. Yeah. Two, yeah. But yeah. ideally, I think you got to get, I'd like to get to a point where I can just work for myself. Yeah. I think that's. That's and that's key because then you're on your own schedule and you can kind of do your own thing, right? Yeah, and it's, I think it'd be a mildly more fulfilling. Yeah, than just going out. I and, agree. And building whatever someone else is telling you to build. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, you go, you you see something there, and you go, hey, I think I can put the right thing there, mm -hmm. make it work for see other it. people, and then if other people appreciate it, that's a bonus. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, you can't go wrong with that. You know, especially being able to do it where you want to do it too, right? Like you so say, you have your own shop out here, or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. You don't even need to go anywhere. Exactly. You can just do it right here. That's, I know my uncle did that. He uh, he was a, a mechanic at a dealership for for so long, like master mechanic, everything, and now he's he built a big shop on his on his property, and he has he runs his own thing out of there, just himself and his sons, right? Yep. And he, yeah, he does he does well. He's busy. Like a lot of the from the old garage, a lot of the customers go to him. Yeah, with your vehicles, right? So it's, of course, I mean, he has the clientele built up. Exactly, right? Yeah, and he's yeah, it's uh, and he's he's good at what he does. Very good at what he does. So, and he enjoys it. That's the biggest thing too, right? Yeah. I think moving forward, I don't know what's going to happen with the world one way or the other, but with the rise of AI in the tech oh, world, yeah, yeah, I think you're going to see a mild crash in what positions are available. Yeah, there. well, and that's kind of I was thinking about that with my job too. Like everything's like they want to make they're already trying to make trains automated, right? Oh shit. Yeah. So it's, it's uh, but I always think like, so there's, they're always gonna have to have somebody on board yeah, to, to deal with it. Extra. So, so my thing is, is like, as the technology changes, I want to make sure that I can be, I can be trained or like on that, that yeah. new technology, like maybe, but maybe I'm not, you know, maybe I don't have the credentials for it. Like, well, I was but, wondering what, what is, where, where can you go next with, I, I can from go an engineer. Um, train that's engineer. it. That's it for train drive. But I mean, I can go into management, but you don't want to go into management. <laughs> But um, no offense to the managers. Uh, well, maybe some. It's not for right. everyone. No, it's not for everyone. And it's it's you're at the mercy of the company when you're, I think, your management side. But they can move you around whenever they want, right? Oh, okay. 
maybe not so much with the company I'm at now, but the other ones, yeah, they can, but it's with engineering, it's, it's, uh, I wouldn't say it's a dead end, but you have to like with the way technology is going and the automation, I think you got to kind of pay attention to is it, when, when could our job become obsolete, but, or you can roll with the technology and go get some further training. Yeah. If the technology is giving so like you if, that opportunity, like to, will the company pay for the training for me to learn some more or will I have to go to school to, to learn a new, like a, the computer side of it, you know, the, like the, the real techie side of it. And I'm not very good at that stuff, but I'd be willing to go to school to learn it. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, that's kind of what I've been thinking at. Cause I don't know how much longer we're going to be running. I mean, I don't think it will be maybe not obsolete my lifetime. Cause we're pretty far behind. Like we're still using engines from like the eighties and stuff like that. Right. And so, it's, uh, it, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's something I'm going to roll with for sure. But if I could get the training to do anything, like I always love learning new things. Like if I can go learn a new part of the job or, uh, as technology advances, I'm always down for that. Like, and I've always done, I've always had side jobs too. Like I've done roofing. Like I was roofing this summer on my days off. I went roofing and I'm confident now I can shingle my own roof. Yeah. Sometimes you do construction labor on the side. Like I don't know a whole lot, but it's, you know, it's, it's always learning something new. Yeah, I, like, I, something I, like, I like to learn, you'll pick up a few things. Like it's, uh, I don't know, it's fun and I'm a workaholic. So that's kind of, doesn't help my case either, but, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, the way things are going, we'll see automated trains. Like look at, uh, look at those bullet trains, in, like Japan and stuff, you know, like how fast those things go. You can't see anything out. You're out the, looking out the window. You're not seeing signals or anything. Everything's going by so fast. So you're, you're looking at a computer screen probably. And everything that's telling you, you know, crossings coming up or what signals, what tracks go, you're going to be taking and stuff like that. Right. So you got to be like, it's gonna be more on the tech side of things. Right. Instead mm-hmm. of just driving the train with throttle and air brakes. Right. But I don't know. I'll have to see. But the thing is with this job, I can go, I feel like I can go anywhere in the world with it, especially my training in the mountains. You can drive a train in the mountains. You should be able to drive a train anywhere. It's the hardest territory. Right. So I've been kind of thinking about, you know, like, hey, what if I you know went to Europe for a bit and drove some trains out there or something. Right. So I don't know. It's kind of, I can go, I mean, I feel like I can go do anything. So, man, could, but could you join like a carnival and run a roller coaster? Uh, well, I, pro- <laughs> I mean, probably. I don't know if I'd want to be a carny though. No offense to carnies. I mean, thanks for helping me have a good time as a kid. But yeah, I don't know if I'd, uh, I mean, I probably could do it. <laughs> I probably could. Do it. I used to drive trains in the mountains. Yeah, yeah. You drive a roller coaster? <laughs> I guess you're not really driving a roller coaster because it does it on its own, but well, kind of yeah, some of those small amusement parts or those amusement parts. Oh, like have the little, have the a little, little train, dragon, little, dragon, little dragon one, the little dragon yeah. one for the kids. It just bounces around. Yeah. I got sick on one of those as a kid. Yep. I hated roller coasters. Like, and, uh, I, I went on that one when I was like really young. And I had, so I guess I ate some, I, I felt like I ate some like shitty ice cream and I went on that thing and I just puked all over the place. I never went on a, a roller coaster ever again. And then well, I went to Canada's Wonderland with my family. I think I was probably like 10 or something years old. And my dad's friend's like, we're going on the roller coaster. We're going on Top Gun. I don't know if you've ever seen that roller coaster, been on it. And it's, it's, it's a pretty wild ride. And I was like, nope, not going, not going. And they, they kind of dragged me on it and I was like, okay. Here we go. I'm going to puke. I was like, guys, I'm going to puke. I'm going to throw up all over the place. Best fucking time I ever had. That I love roller coasters now. Nice. I love them. Yeah. It was like, I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. They <laughs> I, didn't are puke, I didn't puke this time. <laughs> so it was good. Yeah. 
it's uh yeah that that changed my roller coaster uh, outlook anyway from that stupid little dragon one that used to bounce around right but yeah have you ever been to canada's wonderland yeah 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 once when i was a kid it's so yeah it's been a while it's a bit of a shit show now i think it's it's super busy now it's not it's not as crazy or it's it's crazier than it used to be mm-hmm. like the amount of people so i don't go anymore fair it's just like it's crazy crazy it. lineups and then you can pay to get like a wristband to get in like the fast lane to not wait and for rides but then there's a line like a massive line for that too it's like god damn it it's almost not even worth it anymore but maybe like once every few years but i haven't been 15 years maybe <laughs> but yeah so do you have uh, any advice for anyone who might be interested in getting a job run and train um yeah think about it um it's it's a different career it's i mean it's fun i enjoy it i i enjoy what i do but it's it's uh not everywhere you get to start driving trains as quick as I did. So I started in the mountains in BC and it's a less desirable area to work in. So I got trained as an engineer within two years where other terminals, if you go to like, if you hire on as a conductor in like Toronto, you might be waiting 20 years to become an engineer. Right. Oh, shit. Where I work, we're the youngest engineers in the country. That's where like a lot of us, a lot of, like some of my friends are 25 years old and they're engineers already, which is crazy. But hire on out West. If you want, if you want to get engineer engineering, hire on out there, do your conductor training, do your engineer training, be safe. And once you get ticketed as an engineer, you can go anywhere in the country, really. But anywhere in the world, anywhere in the world. Yeah. So it's, it's a rewarding career. I I enjoy it. And you meet some really cool people, but it's like, I'm not, I don't really like bad talking old employers or anything like that, but they're, they can be, they basically, they hire you and they spend the rest of your career trying to fire you. Okay. Right. Cause they, they want to, they say an eight-year career, eight or less than eight years is good because you have to have eight years in to get uh, the company's contra- pension contributions. So if they try and get if they get rid of you before oh, seven okay. years, you only get your contributions back, right? So it's it's a uh, and you're on call twenty four seven with a freight. You're on call all the time. You don't know when you're going to work. You're you're not like you don't plan on going home for Christmas because you're probably not going to make it. You know it's kind of. It's like that. It's a rough schedule, but it's it's rewarding to start. It's you know, as a, if you're a young guy and you want to go make some quick cash, or not, I wouldn't say quick cash, but you know, you start at anywhere between eighty to hundred grand a year out there as a conductor. So it's if you're working a lot, right? If you're working your normal yeah. your normal thing, and yeah, you can do really well. And if you want to make a five year plan out of it, but the thing is, everyone says, "Oh yeah, I'll go do it for five years." Fifteen years later, you're yeah. still there, yeah. Because you know now you got all the toys and stuff like that, right? So it's like, uh, it's. Uh, I mean, definitely do it. I I don't regret it doing it. I never thought I'd be driving trains. That was never a thing I even considered until I was out west. And I was like, oh, you know, I'll just throw my resume into into the railroad and see what happens. And sure enough, in here I am. Right? So it was a good move, I think. But yeah, I'd I'd say yeah, if uh, if you're considering it, do it. I mean, if you don't like it, you can quit. Right? There's nothing keeping you keeping you keeping you where we are you're not a tree right so thank you for listening to this episode of regulars anonymous if you want to find out more about our guests please check the bio below for all their links and information thank you for supporting by subscribing and following the show 
I might see you out there. And I have no idea who you are. Thank you.